Hello, welcome or welcome back to You Learn Something New Every Day with Chloe Vetter. I am your host. I haven't seen you guys since last year. Wow, I'm so sorry. I am so sorry. I really have a good excuse though, and I'm going to give you my excuse. But before we do that, hey guys, what's up? Welcome. If you're new here, I my name is Chloe. I'm very excited for you to be here. I'm very excited to be here. I upload every Friday, but I've been a little bit inconsistent recently, and it's because I've been very sick, and I've had a lot of life changes happening. And so today's episode is kind of going to be like, I don't even know what I'm calling it yet. This is the first episode that I like didn't write out. I always have, I never script my episodes, but I definitely like write down a few bullet points of, you know, topics that I want to make sure I touch on and, you know, just like make sure I don't miss anything just to kind of like have it, you know, follow a, it, just to kind of guide the conversation. Um, but today I literally have no notes written down because I, I'm just going to talk. So, hey, <laughs> um, if you're new here, make sure you follow this podcast and rate it five stars. It really means a lot to me. It really helps me out. If you have not already, if you're a listener or a new listener, make sure you send this to a friend or share it on your, you know, your story on Instagram or wherever. And just just send this to anybody who you think might benefit from it. Um, on this podcast, we talk a lot about mindfulness. We talk a lot about healing and growth, self-development. Um, we talk about some, you know, philosophical type of things. Sometimes we talk about funny things. Sometimes it's more serious. We talk about mental health. We talk about business. We talk about life. Like it's anything really goes on this podcast and that's why I like it so much. So if you are a frequent listener, I appreciate you. Thank you so much for being here. Um, let's get into this episode. So today's going to be a little bit of a mix of like a reflection on the past year and a little bit of a life update and just kind of like where I see the next year going. So I feel like this is a good time because, you know, it's January, it's a new year. Um, I actually think I'm going to re-upload an episode that I did last year. I recorded an episode about resolutions like new year's resolutions and i was talking about like in this episode about why i didn't like new year's resolutions about why i didn't really agree with new year's resolutions and i i mean you guys can probably hear my paper i'm trying to flip through i should have pulled this up before but i i want to see what exactly I said because I remember talking about a lot of good points um let's see no that's not it that's not it oh there it is okay wait guys I found it I found it okay so if you haven't listened to that episode I would check it out um I am going to talk about some of the same points but I With resolutions, here's my thing with New Year's resolutions. I don't like them because I think they set us up for failure. I really do. I think we put too much pressure on the New Year and New Year's resolutions. Um, If you, in my opinion, in my opinion, resolutions should be made often not just once a year. They should be made often throughout the year as we grow, as we further understand ourselves, right? 
we make these adjustments, we make these changes, we make these resolutions when they arise to us. You know, if you're forcing yourself to make all these big life changes all at once just because you feel like that's what you should be doing, you're not going to stick with it because it's overwhelming, you're making too many changes at once, and you're not, you're, you don't even really know why you're doing it. You're just doing it because that's what everybody else does and you feel like you should too. And that is going to set you up for failure. If you're doing something for other people in any aspect of life, you, it's it's setting you up for failure because you're not going to follow through with it. Your heart isn't going to be in it. You aren't going to be as passionate. You aren't going to be as motivated, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So instead of waiting for tomorrow, instead of waiting for when you feel ready for something until you feel like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to wait until the new year to make this change. Instead of waiting, instead of pushing things off, show up for yourself right now. And I know we talk a lot about that and showing up for your present self and not putting all of your eggs in your future basket, not putting all this pressure on your future self. Like if you are going to keep pushing off tasks, you're starting to set yourself up to not believe in yourself. Because if you tell yourself, hey, I'm going to do this tomorrow. Well, you said that last week and you said that the week before that. You also said it the week before that and then the one before that. And you never ended up doing it. So if you didn't do it then, if you aren't going to do it right now, what's going to make you do it tomorrow? What's different about you now and you tomorrow? Think about that. Every time you come up with an excuse for something that can get done, instead of wasting your time trying to make up excuses, why don't you just, you, you just do it? And then you don't have to make up an excuse to make yourself feel better. If you want the change bad enough, and I, I wholeheartedly believe in this, if you want the change bad enough, you don't need a new year to start. You don't need a new month. You don't need a new week. You don't need a new day. You just start. And that goes for everything in life. If someone or something wants something else, as bad as they say they do, they're going to go get it. They're going to do everything they can to make sure that thing is, you know, acquired or obtained or whatever. If you're telling yourself you're going to do something, but it has to be at a new year, chances are you probably don't really want it. And chances are you're probably not going to get it. So, with all that being said, that's that's my take on resolutions. I'm not a huge resolution gal. Um, it's not even resol- I, I love the I love the idea, but I think people kind of come at it People just don't go at it at the right, in the right way. Um, anyway, that was a, that episode was obviously uploaded last year. I think it's called 2020 and resolutions. So, um, if you want to listen to that, I talk more about what I was just saying. Um, anyway, let's talk about, what should we talk about? Let's, let's give a little life update first so that actually, no, let's talk about what led up to where I am right now. Now, before we go any further, let me explain why I haven't been on my uploading game. Now, I moved in, I know you guys know this, I moved into a new house, new place, I moved out on my own with my friend, we have been living here a little over a month now, and it's been pretty good, I'm gonna have her on the podcast soon, and we're all gonna talk, we're gonna talk all about that. I, last week, so I'm recording this on Wednesday, it's January 12th, last week, January... What day was that? The 5th? Yeah, January 5th. 
I, okay, no, actually, let's go to January 4th, Tuesday. No, let's go to Monday, January 3rd. You guys are like, Jesus Christ, I've had a lot of caffeine today. I've had a lot of caffeine today, but that's okay. January 3rd, it's a Monday. I had a pretty good weekend. You know, I, I, I went to my friends for New Year's. I'm not a huge party gal. I'm not a huge New Year's, you know, just hung out with my friend and you know, I watched, I watched the clock strike midnight and I was like, wow, so exciting. I'm going to bed, but I had a good, pretty good weekend. So Monday comes around and I've had this sore throat for the past week or so. And I'm like, okay, like it's starting to feel a little bit worse, but I'm one of those people that when I don't feel good, I don't want to admit it. When I need help, I don't want to admit it. I'm not going to tell anybody. I'd rather suffer in silence. When I'm at the store, if I don't find something, I'm going to, I'm not asking anybody. I'm going to walk around. I'm going to spend an hour looking around for something that I could easily ask someone to help me, to help point me in the right direction for. I don't know why I'm like that. I'm working on it. My therapist, my therapist is great. I, I need to have a whole episode on what I've been learning in therapy lately because you guys would be mind blown. Anyway, that's a different episode, different story, different thing. Anyway, what I'm saying, when I am sick, I don't tell anybody I'm sick, okay? I could feel like shit. I could have a 102 degree fever. I'm not going to tell anybody. So when I tell you that... Monday night, my throat was hurting, and I finally told my dad, because he came over, I made us dinner. The fact that I even mentioned to him, hey, my throat's kind of hurting, especially at a time like this with COVID, like, I don't want to freak anybody out. I don't want to freak myself out. I, that's, that's, that's saying something. That's saying that I was not feeling good. So, you know, I'm like, oh, like, I don't know, my throat kind of hurts. Like, we were eating dinner and I was like, it kind of hurts to swallow sometimes. Like, you know, my food, like, it's just, it doesn't feel good. And, you know, he was just kind of like, I don't know, like, drink tea, you know. And I was like, I've been drinking tea this past week, you know, whatever, whatever. I've been drinking a lot of water. And so, you know, that night I'm looking in the mirror and I'm looking at my, like, in my throat, like, in my, my tonsils. And I thought my tonsils looked kind of big. I was like, something's, I don't know what they're supposed to look like, but that's not it. So I text my best friend, Maggie, shout out. She's in PA school. It sounds like the most intense thing ever known to man. And bless her heart, bless any PAs out there. You guys are amazing. I don't know how you do it. She, so I text her a picture of my tonsils, a really cute picture of my mouth. And I'm just like, hey, does this look normal? Or do my tonsils look big? And she was like, yeah, that that looks a little bit big. And then, you know, she starts asking all these questions about symptoms. Like, have you done this? Have you been doing this? Have you shown this? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, or no, you know, whatever. And, you know, she's like, I, you might want to go to the doctor. And I'm like, no, but I'm fine. It'll go away on its own, right? So, and the biggest thing, the biggest thing here was seeing if it was strep. And she didn't, there were no, like, white spots. And if you have ever had strep, if you've ever, like, seen what, tonsils are like with strep like you have those like white spots and like it's very it's very noticeable like if someone has strep like you know they have strep you just look in their throat and you can see it but mine didn't look like that so I was like I don't think it's strep like I've never had strep I've never had any issues with my tonsils hence why I haven't had them removed and so this was all new to me like I've never had any type of I've just never gotten sick, Think like, knock on wood, but, like, nothing like this has happened, um, 
so anyway, next morning I wake up and I can feel that I have a really bad fever and my throat is in so much pain. I can't even drink water anymore without wanting to scream and cry. Water. Like literally, and that was what felt good. Like the night before I kept drinking water because I was like, oh, like it's the only thing that feels good on my throat, like the cold water. Even swallowing water hurt like a bitch. And I look in the mirror, I can barely open my mouth, but I can see that my tonsils are even more swollen and like it's it just looks really, really bad. And I can feel myself burning up. Now I'm a fitness instructor, so my job relies on me to be feeling pretty good, all right? Or at least as good as, you know, as at least as good as I need to feel to be physically moving around and talking. That's the other thing. I couldn't talk. My throat hurt so bad and it sound my tonsils were so swollen, my voice sounded muffled. So I take my ass to urgent care and again, I don't like to I don't like going to the doctor. I don't like admitting when I am not feeling good or not, need help. I the fact that I went there is like that just goes to show. So I was there for a long time. I stood in line, you know, it was outside. So I had to stand outside for like 20 minutes and I finally get inside. I'm standing in line for another 20 minutes inside. I have to talk to the lady about why I'm there and I start crying because it hurts so bad to talk. And like, I'm just, I look like a fool. Um, And, you know, luckily I was able to get seen. I had to wait in my car for like almost two hours. But um, long story short, they're like, yeah, so you, you don't have strep. They tested for strep. They tested for COVID. I'm negative for both. They were like, so you have what looks like a tonsillar abscess. And if you've never heard of that, it's okay because I had never heard of that too. Basically, it's an infection. I should have looked up the... I should have looked up exactly what... It, let me actually do that right now because I don't want to, like, butcher that. Um, tonsillar abscess my entire like search history you just start typing in tonsil and it's like all of that pops up because I did I did I you know I of course went down that hole okay so a tonsillar abscess is it's like a complication of of, like tonsillitis it's it's kind of like strep but like more serious and intense um so it occurs when a collection of pus forms and infection spreads beyond the tonsils into the neck and chest swollen tissues can block the airway so that's why I got scared. Uh, symptoms include fever, difficulty swallowing, severe throat pain. Um, what else is on this? Um, you know, uh, it, it, it can be caused by the same bacteria that causes strep throat. So that's why I was also kind of like confused um, because I haven't had strep and I hadn't been in contact that I knew of, you know, with anybody. Um, so anyway, long story short, it's scary because if the t- if the abscess bursts, it that can be and like it's breathed into your lungs, like that can be really bad. Like you look it up and it's like this is a life or death and I'm like what the fuck? Like am I going to die? So I, you know, I'm spiraling a little bit, but whatever. Um they gave me a shot to kind of like help the spread of infection and then they um so that was fun. Got a nice shot in my ass. It was really fun. Um, never had done that before. That's what I learned. That's what I learned. What a shot in your ass feels like. It feels pretty much how it sounds. I'm not going to talk about that anymore. Um, and then they gave me some like medicine. They sprayed on the back and like, it was really gross, but that was supposed to help. I don't think it did anything. Um, and then they also prescribed me antibiotics and that's all they did. So I go home and texting Maggie again, my friend in PA school, I get my antibiotics and I... I have a 101 degree fever, so it's like, I'm not, I'm not doing good. 
what the ER people said, they were like, okay, or no, not the ER, goddamn, urgent care. They were like, if you don't feel better tomorrow after this, like, first dose of antibiotics that I was taking, like, right when I left, I went and picked it up, took the first pill. They were like, if you don't feel better by tomorrow morning, you need to go to the ER because what Maggie was explaining is the first thing you're supposed to do with the tonsillar abscess that she has in her notes from her, her school is you need to drain it right? You need to drain it. You need to make an incision in the abscess and you need to drain the infection out of it. Basically, it's gross, but like that's, that's what it is. So I'm like, damn it. Like, (laughs) okay, hopefully, hopefully these antibiotics will kick in and help me. And they were, the doctor was like, I'm going to give you the highest dosage of antibiotics I can. And so I was like, okay, I have faith in this. I'm going to be fine, whatever. Take all this like Tylenol, I take the antibiotics, I get my dogs, I pack my bag, and I drive to my mom's house and I call out of work for that night, which took a lot out of me. I don't like calling out. I've, we've been over this. I don't like telling people when I'm not doing good, but I had to. So I text, you know, who I need to text the manager, and I'm like, hey, I, I'm, I'm really sick. I can't come in. Um, and I find subs for my morning classes because I was supposed to teach five classes the next day two in the morning, three in the evening. So I get subs for the two in the morning and I'm giving the manager the update and I'm like, I might have to go to the ER in the morning if so. And if I'm not doing better, I might need subs for my evening classes. But as of right now, I'm good to go. I'm going to be there. And I'm saying this with like the biggest tonsils you've ever seen in my throat, like can't even talk, can't even breathe, like hurts to move. Like I'm in a lot of pain and I'm like, yeah, no, I got it. (laughs) Three classes tomorrow night. No problem. So anyway, I go to my mom's house so I can spend the night there and she can, her and my siblings can help with the dogs because I couldn't walk the dogs. Like I just, I I couldn't do anything. Um, So, you know, I'm laying there. I eat some ice cream. I have my meds. um, I fall asleep. I wake up in the middle of the night. I'm in a lot, a lot of pain. I don't feel better at all. Um, I'm you know, fever, I'm super hot, I I go, I fall back asleep, I wake up in the morning around 8, and I'm, like, drenched in sweat, I'm freezing, like, fever's back, um, because I had bought a thermometer, it it was monitoring my, uh, my temperature, fever's back, tonsils feel awful, like, my throat feels awful, I'm, I I just woke up and started bawling, because I was in so much pain, like, I've never experienced this, and I was like, this is so awful. And luckily, my mom was just about to leave for work. Um, and she saw, she heard me crying and was like, yeah, like, we got to go to the ER. Like, Maggie even was like, you got to go. So we take our asses to the ER. And I have explained part of the reason why on this podcast before, but, and not the other part, um, probably never will. But um, let's just say, long story short, the emergency room brings back a lot of very difficult memories for me. Um, I've been there for myself and for others um, in a very depressing time. Um, I have an episode on how I had to go to a psych ward uh, when I was 16. No, what did I, 15? Right before I turned 16. Um, But, like, that started with me going into that ER. So, like, that place, it just brought back a lot of bad memories. So, I was kind of not looking forward to that, but you know, I, I got through it. I, it was, I, I was okay. Um, I'm also a big germaphobe. Um, I get like, that's not even me trying to be relatable or funny. Like I was diagnosed with OCD when I was younger and that's transformed into hand washing and germ stuff. So 
I'm very hyper aware, especially with COVID going on. Like the ER, that that place just triggers the fuck out of me, basically. So I was very uncomfortable as I sat in the waiting room, um, you know, hearing people throwing up and coughing, everything. But long story short, they were able to get me in. I go to my room. They let my mom in once I'm in a room because I couldn't have visitors like with me since I'm an adult um, in the waiting room. And you know, the it takes a while, like that, you know, it's, we're in the ER, so it feels like forever, but a few hours go by, I was able to walk out of there without having to have any incisions made at all. Um, the, the PA looked at it and was like, you know, like, I can't really find a good spot to drain this abscess, like to make the incision. And, you know, he kind of explained some of the science behind it and, you know, it made sense. Um, so long story short, they gave me an IV, they put more antibiotics in me, they pushed a steroid, and they prescribed me a steroid to take on top of the antibiotics that I was already on. Um, so fast forward a week, it's today, and I took the last steroid pill this morning. I think the antibiotics are going to go until tomorrow or the next day. Um, but I'm f- clearly, I'm talking a lot. I feel so much better. Um the fever finally broke once they, you know, gave me, they gave me Tylenol too when I was there. They, you know, the fever finally broke Wednesday, um, you know, in the afternoon. Uh, dude, the steroid, that felt insane. When they pushed that into my, the IV, my whole body, like, got this, like, warm, tingly feeling. And it was, like, the most intense thing I've ever felt. It, but it, it only lasted, like, five seconds. But it was, like, it was so weird. It kind of scared me. I've just never had, I've never had an IV. I've never had anything like injected into my blood. So I was just like, that was really, really weird. But, um, yeah, first time taking a steroid. you like, it's, it's been a, it's been, <laughs> it's been a week. Um, I haven't slept at all, but, um, today was the last day of the steroid. So hopefully I can sleep tonight, maybe, or the next day at least. Um, cause it's hard to sleep when you're on steroids, but, um, I went to the ENT this morning. I had a follow-up appointment, and I drove an hour total, 30 minutes one way, spent $30 on the copay, and I was seen for, like, less than a minute. She looked in and was like, yeah, you look pretty good. I was like, oh, okay. So, that's it? She was like, yep. I was like, okay, cool. Um, but I am very grateful that my taunt, like, she said that everything looked good. Everything it seems to be recovering and healing. I feel good. I, you know... My throat's like, mm, it's like 90% back to normal. Um, I'm definitely like still kind of swollen and like sore back there. But, uh, you know, I haven't had the fever. I've been feeling energized again. Um, and so I'm really grateful. Like I've been able to go back to work and teach my classes. Um, so yeah, I'm really grateful. She did say though that if this happens again, since it was the first time happening, like we're not going to do anything, but if this happens again, tonsils might have to come out. Which I don't, I really hope that doesn't have to happen, because I just, I don't, I don't want to do surgery. <clears throat> Excuse me, oh my goodness, that was so rude of me. I'm going to keep it in, though, I'm not cutting it out. Anyways, you signed up for it. Anyways, so that was, that's my excuse. That's why I didn't upload last week. It's just been, it's been insane. And the week before that, my throat it wasn't as bad, but like it's, it was hurting. Like I, I felt something wrong. I thought I had a head cold maybe a week before this. So like two weeks ago, I started feeling bad. So like, it's not like this, like came out of nowhere last week on Tuesday. Like, no, this has been building. Um, and it just got really bad really fast. Um, so anyway, 
I learned a lot this past week. That was crazy. Um, anyway, that was my story. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, please don't unsubscribe just for that. Um, yeah, that's my, that was that. All right, let's, let's, let's turn into the, the, what have we done? We've done our, our update. Let's turn into the, the part of the episode where I want to reflect on the new, or not on the new year, on the old past year of 2021. So let's think 2021. 2021 was crazy. I don't know about you guys. 2021 was the biggest life-transforming year I've ever had. January of 2021, I remember last year, the first day of the year, I did the thing that I love most with the people I love the most. I got to team teach a class with my best friends, Maggie and Claire, and it was a 90-minute spin class, and, you know, it was in the place that I love with the people that I love, and I'll forever cherish that memory. Like, that is one of my favorite memories ever at CycleFit, at the studio I used to manage and work at. Um, that studio, uh, yeah, I, that was a big part of my life for a long time, and in October, I have an old hell episode, um, long story short, we had to close down, and that was heartbreaking for me. I mean, that cycle fit was part of my identity. And so I definitely had a little bit of an identity crisis there. And I mean, it was a good wake up call because obviously nothing should be a part of your identity um, that can be taken away like that, you know, like your identity shouldn't be based off of your job or how much money you have or, you know, your friends or whatever. Like it's not based off of that. It's based off of who you are deep down inside. So you know, I spiral. I, that was a really hard month. That would, that's been a really isolating month. Um, and I mean, this past year in general, I feel like I spent a lot of time alone. Um, I did this thing. I've been doing this the past few years. Every single day, I take a one second video. So at the end of the year, I put it all together and it's like a one second a day of my year. And so I watch and it's like these little memories just throughout my year, you know, and it, it each day, like it's in chronological, chronological order. So, you know, you see the months changing and the seasons coming and you see the time, like h- how I was feeling in that month. Um, and I watch my one second video and I mean, a lot of it is me in nature and I love that it was that. I have only a few friends in the video and, you know, you can kind of, like, even if you don't know me or, like, know my friends, like, you can recognize some of the faces in there. Like, I I really found my my people this year and there's not a lot of them, but the, the, the quantity isn't a lot, but the quality is a lot. The quality is very, very high and I'm so grateful for my people and they know who they are. I spent a lot of time learning about myself. I really, this past year was probably one of the most transforming for me in so many aspects, but, um, I mean, I, I got an, I lost a job and I, I got a new job. I, I moved out and I moved into a new place. I moved out of my dad's house after 19 years of, you know, living there and I moved out on my own and I, you know, I have my two dogs and I take care of them and myself. And, um, I, 
I've just, I've done training and I've, I've studied really hard. I've gotten a lot of certifications for my career and my, the path that I'm on. I've found a lot more clarity about who I am and what I want to do in this world and my purpose in this world. Um, and don't get me wrong. I don't have it all figured out. Um, I was just talking to my friend the other day. He's like, you, you just, you, you have it all like together like for someone our age nobody has this much figured out and like you just seem to have everything figured out and I was like I I I thank you for that I'm glad that you can observe that because I do I did work really hard to get to where I am and I did have to do a lot of inner work and a lot a lot of healing this past year a lot of letting go a lot of you know forgiveness and just acknowledging the darker sides of me and working on getting better and working on preventing cycles from reoccurring from my past and from my childhood and from, you know, my family's, you know, my whole family line, you know, stuff like that. Like I, I've worked really, really hard to learn about who I am and why I am the way I am and then how to how to grow from there and how to make sure that I'm continuing to do what is good for me and what is good for the world and not do what is bad for me and what is bad for everyone else that is affected by me. Um, and it's been, I mean, it's been a lot. I've, I've, it's been a very overwhelming year. I've definitely had my, a uh, plenty of breakdowns, plenty, plenty, plenty of breakdowns. Um, but there's also been a lot of really good moments. Um, Again, I was saying earlier, like, I spent a lot of time in nature this past year, and I spent, I got back into journaling consistently, and I really credit a lot of my growth and success this past year um, to journaling and to going outside to meditation um, and just, you know, shadow work and reflection. I really, it's, it's hard. It's hard as shit. Like, it's, it's tough, but it's rewarding, you know? Um, I started going back to therapy, actually. Um, I, I know I was telling you guys at the beginning of this episode. I started going back to therapy maybe, like, two months ago at this point. And, oh my god. Like, I, I need to do a whole episode on that. But, like, I, I, I've been learning so much in just from the past two months. And... I mean, my psychiatrist and I were talking, like, the type of therapy I'm doing, she's like, look, like, this, things are going to get a lot harder before they get better, but that's, that's kind of how things work, right? It's like, it's like that metaphor, like, when there's a, there's a thunderstorm, you know, but then, like, all the flowers bloom because they got all the rain that they needed, you know what I mean? It's like, the, after a rainstorm, there's, like, uh, you know, flowers and you know growth and beauty and all that stuff like that's that's how life works like you have to get knocked down you have to experience the bad and know what that feels like so you can know what the good feels like so you can know what not to do because you can't only focus on what you're supposed to do if you don't know what you're not supposed to do if that makes sense um so I've definitely been learning a lot about that and what that means to me and kind of I don't know, just, like, the person I want to be and the persona I want to put out. Um, I'm at that point in my life where, like, it's really clicking, like, oh, like, you don't have to do what your parents say. You don't have to do what other people have always expected of you. You don't have to put on that face. You don't have to put off that you're okay if you're not. You don't have to put off that you're, you like this if you don't like that, you know? Like, you, it's, 
become your own person, become your own, your own opinionated person, but also keep your mind open, you know? Like, I, I've learned so much, but I also know that, like, this is just the beginning, and I'm about to learn so much more, um, and yeah, I don't know, like, this, this year's just been very, very insightful for me, it's definitely, it's definitely challenged me, definitely, I mean, like, I, I, I say I learned a lot, I went, I, you know, I spent a lot of time journaling and in nature, but I, it was also a really freaking hard year, I mean, I, one of the things that I'm very proud of myself this past year, so back in September, is it September 14th? I think it's the 14th. Yeah, that sounds right. September 14th. I, I feel like, I hope that's the day. I'm probably getting it wrong, but that sounds right. September 14th, this past year in 2021, that marked two years of me being free of self-harm. Now, self-harm for me meant cutting. Um, I got really, really, really depressed um, in middle school for a variety of reasons. And my one reason being my home environment was really bad. And I grew up having to bottle my emotions and having to suppress them because of because it wasn't safe for me to express them. So I learned at a young age how to put up a front like, oh, I'm doing good, even though I wasn't inside. Um, and I, that's something I want to talk about in the therapy episode that I was mentioning earlier. I, I, so I, so I learned this at a young age, you know, where was I going with this? Guys, my brain my brain is messed up. My brain is very messed up. Sometimes I just kind of forget what I'm talking about and it's really bad. And it's fine when you're having a conversation because the other person usually is like, oh, you were just talking about this. But like when it's a podcast and you're by yourself, nobody's sitting here telling you. I mean, you guys are probably sitting there like, Chloe, you were just talking about this. But I'm just like, no, I have no idea what you, (laughs) I don't know what you mean. Um, okay, wait, let's backtrack. I was talking about Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So, anyway, long story short, um, I didn't know how to express my emotions. So, in middle school, once I got to this really, really dark place, I didn't know how to express my emotions. I didn't know what my emotions were, so I ended up cutting, and it just got really bad. That was my, that was how I dealt with things. That's how I released, you know, whatever I needed to release. And that's obviously not a good coping mechanism, but that's what I knew to do. That's what I went for. Um, this past year, if I'm being honest, there were a lot of days where I wanted to go back to that coping mechanism. There were a lot of days where I was like, I, I don't care if I've been clean for over a year. I'm, I'm going to cut. Like, I, I, I don't know what else to do. I have to, like, I have to do something. And... There was one day, it was in the summertime, when I actually had to text one of those crisis lines. Um, I didn't want to do the phone call because I just, I don't know, I don't, I didn't like that. But I really liked the texting, the texting line. Um, and if I'm being honest, it really helped me. Because they asked me to explain a little bit. And once you start explaining to a complete stranger 
They don't even hear your voice. They don't even see your face. You're just texting them. It just, just having that one person like show a little bit of interest and show a little bit of care, like it helped calm me down. It helped kind of get me out of my head because I was spiraling. And it just kind of like reminded me like who I am and what I'm doing. And you know, that, that feeling I was feeling that overwhelming emotion wasn't forever. It was temporary. And in those moments when you're overwhelmed, it's easy to forget that it's temporary, you know? Um, but that, I mean, yeah, that's, that's really all I had to say about that. Like I, I mean, the conversation ended, like, you know, they ended up being like, okay, like, you know, is there anything else I can do for you? Like, you know, do you feel safe? Do you need, do you need, what, you know, what do you need? And I was just like, no, like, I'm safe. I'm not going to do anything. Like, thank you. And I don't know. I just, I really, I really had a, I had a good experience with that, with that crisis line. Um, and if I were to need to text it again, I would definitely, I would definitely do that. Um, obviously they, different things work for different people and that worked for me. Um, but yeah, I mean, what I'm saying is just like, there were some times where like, (laughs) even if it looked like I had it together, even if it looked like things were falling into place, things don't always, you don't always know when things are falling into place because it feels like things are falling apart because I mean, that's how life works. Like sometimes things have to fall apart or walk away or get lost for, to make room for, for new things to come in, for better things to come in, for more abundance to, you know, you know, you have to make space. You can't have all this clutter and negative energy. You got to clear some out and bring in the positive energy and it'll take up the negative energy space. So there were times where I, even if it seemed good on the outside, I was not doing good. I had a very lonely year healing and inner work and shadow work and self-growth and development it's such a individual journey to the point where it felt very isolating at times I felt very 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 lonely a lot of the time even if I knew I had great people around me and I, I I know I do know that I do know that I have wonderful wonderful people that are part of my support group but I mean, for anybody who's been on that type of journey, like it, it's hard. It's very individual. Not everybody's going to get everything that you're talking about or that you're going through or that you're experiencing. And that's okay, but it's hard. It's, it's very hard. It's lonely, but it pays off because once you start to learn about who you are and you start to show up as that person and you start to fully embody and embrace that person, that weird side of you, you know, the one that's opinionated or, you know, the one that's open-minded, like that side of you that you're going to start to embody, the people that are like you and meant for you are going to see that, they're going to recognize that and they're going to be drawn to that. And then you're going to find your people. You're going to find the people that have done the work just like you that and you guys and you guys deserve each other you know you've 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 done the work and now you get to be rewarded and that's just that's just i mean that goes for anything in life right so yeah i mean i, I that whole tangent like i was just very proud of myself for not going back to those old coping mechanisms because i would talk to myself like yeah i'd feel better for like a second but like then i would just get mad at myself like i would go through the whole thing in my head i was like chloe if you cut 
you're not going to be able to say that you've been clean for X amount of days or years. You're not going to be able to wear short sleeves for the next week, you know? Like, you're not going to be able to do whatever. Like, you, you could get an infection. You could be, you could, you could get mad at yourself. You could spiral even more. You could trigger another cutting, you know, session or whatever. And you just, you gotta remind yourself in those dark times. And that's when it's hardest to remember. It's when it's uncomfortable. It's when you want to, you know, just leave everything behind that you've learned. It's, it's in those moments that are testing you. That's what's gonna, you know, make change happen. That's what's going to build your resilience and that's what's going to build your strength. Every single time that I was about to cut and I decided not to and I put down whatever I was going to put, you know, use or I, I walked away from whatever, I, I just, I, you know, did something else. I picked up something else to do. It's those moments that are going to help you and those moments are going to stick with you for the next time that you feel like that. So, I mean, it's hard as shit still to not, you know, if I'm in a really low place and I want to cut, it's still hard to get out of that, but I have to just remind myself, okay, you've been here before, you've done this before, you've made it through this before, and you can do it again. You sure as hell can do it again. And that's, that's really what I would explain this past year as, you know, I've been through some tough shit, but I just kept reminding myself, you've been through some tougher shit. You've been through some really awful, horrible things, and you're still here. It might have not been easy, but, I mean, we don't need easy, right? Nothing comes from easy. If it was easy, I wouldn't learn from it. If it was easy, I wouldn't grow from it. If it was easy, everybody would be doing it. And... I'm not everybody. I'm me. I'm myself. I'm Chloe. And I'm fucking weird, okay? I know that. <laughs> and I'm finally learning how to embrace that. I'm finally learning how to embody that. Because for the longest time, I suppressed who I was. And I mean, some of it was the people pleaser in me. Some of it was uh, I get embarrassed easily. Some of it was I just you know, I don't know. I was insecure. But I'm proud of where I am. I'm proud of who I've become. And I'm excited to see where the future takes me. I had no idea this episode would end up how it did, but I'm, 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 I'm happy with how it went. Definitely some more things I want to talk to you guys about, but that just means I'll have to record and upload another episode. So, I think I'm going to leave you guys off. I got to go. I got to go to work. I, I'm teaching tonight. Um, but I want to thank you so, so much for listening to this episode. It really does mean the world to me. Thank you for taking your time out of your day to, you know, open your mind and listen to whatever's going on in my brain. I, I really appreciate you guys. Um, I'm so excited for this next year of what's to come with this podcast. I really want to I have a lot of good ideas. I have a lot of of little of of things in the motion in the works. Um, so stay tuned. Fun things happening. Cool things happening. I feel like everybody says that, and it's so obnoxious. It's like fun, fun. Uh, you know, big things happening, and it's like shut the fuck up. Like I shut up. But but for real, big things happening. Okay. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. If you wanna 
post this on your Instagram story and tag me, or you want to let me know any topic ideas, ask me any questions, you know, comments, concerns, my Instagram is chloe.vetter, C-H-L-O-E dot V as in violet, E-T-T-E-R, you can message me anything on there, uh, let me know what you thought about this episode, I really do want your constructive criticism. I want your feedback. I want to know what you want to hear. And here's to an amazing 2022, yeah? I'll see you guys next Friday with another episode. I hope you all have a beautiful rest of your day. If not, the sun will rise and we will try again. Thank you guys. I'll see you next week with another episode. Peace out.